0: Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark
1: and Bethany. This
0: is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And today we want to talk about a personal individual sin issue that has major implications on marriage and family. And it just so happens to be super common and overlooked all around us. And so it's uh, probably happening in your home by you and it's worth talking about here today. It's the issue of complaining.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Complaining is so easy to see in our children, don't you think?
0: That's because they complain all they the time. They do.
1: They do. I mean, I'm thinking about one of our kids who will remain nameless has a tendency to complain about brushing of the hair. Everything. Okay. Well, every, you going to everything. everything <laughs> but one specific thing is brushing her hair every day. Yeah. And it's just so interesting because it's something we ask her to do all the time. It's regular. It's common. It's not surprising. But the response often is, I have to brush my hair again.
0: Absolute (laughs) shock and dismay that you would ask such an unreasonable and outlandish thing.
1: I'm such a bad mom to ask to (laughs) have her brush her hair.
0: Well, yeah. And the thing is, there's a very similar response to eating your vegetables. Oh, Taking a shower. What whatever it may be. And it's a overly dramatic, very mm-hmm. verbal and, mm-hmm. and expressive sort of response. Yes. And just total shock that we would be asking things of this person.
1: And it's so easy to see it in this little one who's just responding with first thoughts that come to mind and this just this that's like the last thing that they want to do at the time. So they just voice it. You know, it's just like, and all of it comes out. Mm-hmm. And they, they're, they're just totally against the idea of hair brushing, vegetables, showering, whatever it is.
0: Totally. Yeah, so I've I've been having conversations with this person, and the conversation looks something like this. You realize that this is something we're going to ask you to do again tomorrow and the next day and the next day. In fact, this is something that you're going to have to do every single day. So you can either throw a huge fit and whine and complain every single time, Mm -hmm. or you can learn right now how to do this simple task with a happy heart, with thankfulness, and without voicing any sort of complaints. And so I want that for all of our kids. So we're going to work with them to arrive at that. But the scary thing is, Though it's easy to see complaining in our kids, it's not as easy to see it in our own lives. And True. we do the same things if we're not careful, where we can find ourselves complaining about the same routine issue over and over and over again. Yes. And it would be better for us to figure out a way to do those tasks, to, to accomplish those things without complaining
1: yeah. I mean and then the Bible's so clear about this sin in particular. I mean you think of in Philippians two, fourteen, it says do nothing without complaining or grumbling or disputing. And so it's a pretty clear command that if you see this in your life
0: Wait, do nothing without complaining. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it says?
1: No, that's not it. Do
0: everything do, with complaining. E-
1: what, no. <laughs> okay, well, do everything. Do, I without think it says do complain. all things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're not, you don't have an open Bible in front of you, but I'm pretty sure it says do all things without grumbling or disputing. That
1: is exactly what yeah. I thought I was saying in my right. brain when I said it out loud, yeah.
0: Just a so, minor heresy, just slipped in there.
1: <laughs> Ouch, but it's true, <laughs> it's true. We shouldn't do anything in our lives that and mix in this sin of complaining, have it yes. be a response, totally. a reaction, and so we need to identify it in our own lives. It's easy to identify it in young children, but we need to look at our own lives and see what it is we're complaining about. When are we complaining? And then I want to I want to find out from you, what, what do we do about it? What's something that we can do when we see this sin and how we respond to it so that we do less of it and that we honor God more with our words?
0: That's good. So complaining is bad and it's prevalent. And so we want to talk about a couple ways that we can navigate uh, our, our marriage and family life and, and complain less mm-hmm. and be more godly in this area. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that we wanted to talk about is being careful how you talk with your spouse. Mm. Be careful how you talk with your spouse, that, that your spouse doesn't turn into a listening ear for your regular complaints.
1: Mm, I mean, yes, because it is so tempting to come into the doors of your safe haven, your home, and to all of a sudden, as you're recapping your day, to maybe as we would use this term, quote unquote, vent to your spouse, where you're just kind of spewing off negative things that you don't like. And it's just... Right. Here's a list of what happened. And I didn't like this or this person did that. Or I can't believe this happened. Or can you imagine that I have to go here and the DMV line? And I mean, that just things come out that are venting. And we've just now opened up our spouse's ear to hear us just list negative things one after the other to them.
0: Yeah. And it's good for us to have conversations with our spouses about things that are hard from our day and challenges that we had to overcome. And so we're not suggesting that you shouldn't have real, open, honest conversations (laughs) and express your feelings however. You have to be careful that you don't cross a line into complaining. And I think about the difference in the Bible between a a complaint or grumbling as uh, Israel wandered around in the wilderness and grumbled and complained, Mm -hmm. and then... David and the way he laments in the Psalms. And so I even think of like Psalm 13, where he expresses, How long, O Lord, am I going to have to wait? How long will you hide your face from me? But at the end, you see that the whole Psalm is calibrated by this trust, this underlying trust and confidence in the Lord. So yeah. when we share with our spouse about challenges and frustrations from the day, can we share and talk in such a way where we don't expose a lack of trust? in the lord through whatever the circumstances were
1: right yeah that would be a huge shift that would be worth making and in regards to that we want to point out here that if you have uh, kids in the home they're going to be seeing and hearing and learning about complaining through your examples most and so if if you can shift the way you talk about any issue to keep yourself from complaining but instead Um, Maybe talking through it with a how how should we go about this trial or how do I need to come into this area that's going to be tough today? I'm going to face that again. But, you know, spouse, help me. They're going to be listening. They're picking up by example um, what you and your husband or or wife are going to be talking about.
0: Yeah. Well, it's kind of a scary thing you bring up because we talk about how much one of our kids, all of our kids complain. Mm-hmm. And we realize that where they oh. learn, bum, bum, bum. They, they learn by viewing us in our example, yeah. maybe more than any other way. And so that is the medium through which they learn most commonly is mm-hmm. observing us. And so a lot of our uh, the lessons are caught and not taught, and so uh, we want to do both. We want to example. We want to be good examples, but we all- and we also want to teach our kids. But if we model thankfulness and a lack of complaining, that is going to help our kids to not complain as much.
1: Yeah. So we need to be careful about how we talk with our spouse, for sure. And then we also, I think, secondly, need to be careful about how we talk about our spouses. This is an area that the <laughs> this world is, this is an area. This is an area that the world, um, dare I say, celebrates mm. the complaints. Yeah. I mean, there's just a, you know, Hey, when you get with your lady friends, It's a great time to talk about my husband doesn't do this. My husband doesn't (laughs) do that. You know, is that that how you sound too (laughs) when you do it? I think most people do sound (laughs) that way when they talk like that.
0: Well, I observed one time you, well, I think I've observed this multiple times, but going outside and kids are outside in the front yard playing and some of the neighbor ladies get together and start talking in one of the two driveway, one of the driveways. And uh, this, on this one particular occasion, our kids were playing, you were talking with the neighbor ladies, and the conversation turned to a complaint about your husband fest. Ooh, yep. And you, uh, you reported this to me later, and it was so cool to hear that not only did you refuse to participate in the complaining about your husband, which I'm sure I provided you with plenty of opportunities of things you could have said <laughs> in that instance, but you refrained from complaining about me. And then you actually went on to do the opposite of what the ladies were doing and you actually complimented me or yeah. <laughs> found something nice to say. And, oh, there's and, plenty
1: and, to say nice about. Yeah, it. so
0: you yeah. said something nice and complimented me and probably like killed the spirit of the conversation oh, yeah. and it was kind of awkward. Super
1: awkward, yeah.
0: <laughs> and very rare in our culture for that kind of thing to happen. But what a great example of the way you don't participate in the complain about your spouse thing that's super common. And in fact, you go and do the opposite.
1: Yeah. And I think that's huge. It speaks so well of your, your spouse to other people. And it speaks about how your relationship is important. And it glorifies God when you when you don't say the things that bother you to other people. And I heard once from a godly woman, I actually asked her, I said, what do you do when you have a frustration or something like a complaint might come to your mind about your spouse? And you know what she said? She said, I just bring it to God. I don't need to talk to anyone else about it, but I pray to God. Mm. And that's, that's the only person that needs to hear it. And that stuck with me. I don't need to share with all of my friends, you know, your problems or the things that maybe bother me about you. I mean, there's only one or two tiny things But those tiny things, I just need to take them to God instead. And I think that will be huge in keeping my mouth from saying complaints.
0: That's huge. Another thing is to just proactively combat this by Mm -hmm. teaching your kids to not complain. If you have kids, then it's a very helpful thing for you to focus in this area in their lives. Because guess what? It puts it on your mind and Mm -hmm. it holds you accountable to... uh, the same standard.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we have discipline for complaining and something we've done, which is cool, is um, actually pause them in mid-complaint and have them say out loud 10 things that they're thankful for. You know, stop what you're doing right now. You're complaining about having chicken for dinner. Tell me 10 things that you're thankful for about food, about our home, about our family. And just hearing the list out loud really changes usually that kid's attitude and perspective. It's such a perspective shift. And that's so helpful to be getting our mind off of what we don't have or what we're lacking or what we would prefer to what we do have and all the blessings and wonderful things that are surrounding our lives. And so we need to make sure to help our children think that way. I mean, we need to, we need to think that way, and we need to teach that to our children as well.
0: Yeah, and the process helps it helps us to grow in that area.
1: Definitely, definitely. One thing we've also done with that is that praise journal or thankfulness journal. Yeah, which is a huge um, encouragement to the kids to bring our thanks to the Lord and keeps our mind on uh, praising God for the blessings He's given us. And so we actually go around the table and share. Everyone gets to share, we write it down, and then we can flip back and look at what God has done for us, all the things that he's blessed us with. And that's so good for me, my heart, to sit there and think, thank you, God, for these things in my life, and to be writing them down, to be logging them, to keep track of that.
0: Yeah, it's so good to maintain that sort of history and to go back and recall all that we have been thankful for and continue to be thankful for it. So, um, I think those are some practical steps toward combating it in a marriage and family. Now, we can't just take practical steps without also having confession and serious heart examination. I don't think this problem is solved by just adding a couple tips to your life, but first you've got to go to the Lord and ask for forgiveness in this area and draw on His strength to apply these things that we've talked about. So... We don't want to act as though that is an unnecessary or extra part to this whole discussion. So I think we can end kind of with that thought. And um, do we have a challenge, Bethany? Don't complain. That is a challenge.
1: (laughs) That is a challenge. And recognize, I think, the times that you're tempted to complain or you regularly do complain and begin to attack it like you're saying. Yeah. Begin to go to the Lord. You know, and and confess it, and even bring it up with your spouse. Let them in on it. Yeah. If it's a struggle for you.
0: Yeah. And so, just maybe, let this episode serve as a reminder for you to revisit this area if it's gone unchecked for a while, and to work on it.
1: Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us. We hope you subscribe. Listen in. Yes. And we'll see you next
0: time. Yes, we will.
1: <laughs> Adios. Adios. Adios.